Warning, this podcast may be disturbing to some listeners. Due to the graphic nature, listener discretion is advised. Welcome from wherever you are. This is The Demon Inside with your host, John Venom. If you want to review a different episode of The Demon Inside, you can find them on Spotify or Anchor. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. A new episode will come out every Monday. And now, to our show. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. And welcome back to the Demon Inside. It's the local story making headlines around the world. A woman obsessed with a Paradise Valley millionaire that she met on a dating app. And it all ended when she broke into his house and was caught bathing in his bathtub. She sent 65,000 texts, some of them horrific and graphic, to the man she believed was her one true love. Tonight, we hear from her, and she's got a lot to say. Sit down and turn up the volume for this one. Tonight, ABC 15, Sonu Wasu is outside the police department in Paradise Valley. We met up online. I was looking for my healing angel. The, the psychic I met told me I would meet a healing angel. She says she met him on Luxie, a dating site where millionaires go to find love. And if you ask Jacqueline Addis, the spark was instant. I felt like I met my soulmate and everything was just the way it was. And I thought we would just do what everybody else did and we would just like get married and everything would be fine. But that's not what happened. Turns out that spark was one-sided when the victim, a Paradise Valley millionaire, told her he wasn't interested. And you don't stop giving, even if you don't receive. You all of a sudden receive a lot. That's one way to look at love, but Paradise Valley police say Addis took it too far. We're talking 65,000 text messages in the last few months. Chilling threats. According to police reports, some of those texts read, quote, I don't want to be a murderer. Police reports state Addis also texted the victim saying she would cut up his body, wear his body parts, and bathe in his blood. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. In our jailhouse interview, Addis did not want to talk about the alleged stalking or harassment. She ignored questions about showing up at his work, claiming to be his wife, or allegedly breaking into his home and bathing in his tub. When we asked her if she would actually hurt him... No! Oh my God, now I love him so much. I just want to love him so much, that's it. And if he doesn't like it, then I'll go home and I'll love my ex-boyfriend. What am I supposed to do? Sonu Basu, ABC 15, Arizona. Hello, my Demon Insiders, and welcome back to the Demon Inside. Today we're talking about Jacqueline Claire Addis. So Jacqueline is a different case than I usually do. Usually I do about a murderer, but this one, she wasn't able to kill the person that she wanted. Now, she didn't go in uh, with a specific agenda she was actually head over heels in love with the guy. So how does that end up being a possession, you ask? Well, this woman was so in love with him that she wanted to bathe in his blood. 
She wanted to dress in his skin. She wanted to be a part of him. We've heard this one before with Jeffrey Dahmer. But according to her, it wasn't like that. It was about her love towards him and that love was the way that she expressed all her feelings. She did everything that she says she was going to do through love. Now, what did she say she was going to do? I'm going to let her tell you in her own words. So what I did was I took her police. Uh, she did a interview from the police station with all these news media people. And throughout the interview, I'm going to stop and diagnose and help kind of understand what's going on. So let's get started with that. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. I'm Jackie. Hi. Okay. You want to ask me questions? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Why don't you start from the beginning? How did you wind up here? I wound up here on a road trip from Florida uh, looking for, I guess, love. And I was following the number 33. I used to wake up every day and every night at 333. It was always 333. 3333. So I kept following the number. And I said, why? Why am I following the number 33? And I spoke to a psychic and she told me, she told me I have the same birth chart as Jesus. So then I said, okay. I look up Jesus. He was 33 when he came to be. So I was like, that's a 33. My left eye axis is 33. The location I came from in Miami was 33111, the zip code. This zip code here, now this is the coordinates on the map, it's 33111. So I started looking up the number three to see what kind of reference it had to spiritual meanings or symbols or any of that. And I found this on saraskoop.com. It says, the ancients believed that this number, the number three, represented the Holy Trinity of God, the triangle being a divine symbol of protection and power. The magical number three has been revered by cultures all over the world for centuries as a sacred and auspicious number. So I just thought I'd throw that in there. Let's get back to her interview. Oh, Isaac Ben Shabbat. Um, we met him online. I was looking for my healing angel. The, the psychic I met told me I would meet a healing angel. So I, I was in Utah, Mount Zion, looking for my healing angel. And I, I was at a bar and I was talking to the bartender about the number three and I said, so the number three, I told him the story how I got here, just because I got here, the number three. And then he said not, not to say anything, but look behind me. And I look behind him, and there's the giant number three. So I was like, are you my healing angel? And he was like, no, I'm not. And then I said, okay, well, maybe you're going to lead me to my healing angel. So he said, you should probably go to Sedona. It's in Arizona. I said, I never heard of it. And I look up Sedona, Arizona. So I paused it here for a second because she's talking about Sedona, Arizona. And there's a vortex 
in Sedona, and I don't know if people believe this or not, but Sedona's vortex energy is so powerful that you can actually feel it and that it is powerful enough to help people take giant leaps with their spiritual development. The Native Americans believe that spiritual transformation can occur more quickly and easily in Sedona because the veils to other dimensions are thinner here. Whether or not you believe that energy vortex actually exists, one thing is for certain. There is something about Sedona that has made people travel here for something more than just its incredible beauty. So they're talking about people, not one person, but several other people that have traveled to Sedona because of its energy vortex. So even if this woman is insane, let's say, or she needs help, she still traveled to Sedona because of its vortex energy. Now, that's something that can't be denied. That's something that is for real. Let's continue. It's the 33rd most spiritual place. So I cancel my trip. I cancel my trip in Mount Zion. And I decide to go to Arizona. I've never been here. And um, Isaac texted me and he says, have you ever been to Arizona? And I was like, this is really weird. I just decided to come here. And I said, I'm not going to meet him unless God throws it in my face. So we start talking. I was like, I'm not going to go there. Then he told me he has my same birthday. So I was like, okay, I have to go meet him because I told God that's what I would do. So I go meet him and we have the same birthday. Our brothers are both named Jacob and David. Our fathers are both Egyptian Jews from Cairo. We're both vegetarians. Then I find out he does stuff with the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea has 33% salt in it. Believe it or not, I actually looked this up, and the Dead Sea actually is 33% salt. It was kind of weird that I found that. So everything that she's talking about, I have actually searched and looked so I can talk about it here. So let's continue on. Walt Disney's club is called Club 33. The reason they're called this is because the location of Atlantis is inside the earth. The coordinates are 3333. It's the soul of the earth. Jackie, can I get you to respond to some of the charges against you? Oh. Did you break into his home? Um, I'd rather not talk about those things. What about the text messages? I'd rather not talk about those. You said you met him online. Yeah. What site did you meet him on? Luxie. Oh, like the most shallow one ever, where the rich men meet the pretty girls. And what, um, you know, I know you don't want to talk about the texts, but in some of them, you said some pretty crazy things. Mm -hmm. Do you want to just respond to that part of it? Not right now. Why did you text him 65,000 times? Because it made me find out all my information. Loving him selflessly brought this information because everybody just wants to take but if you just give and you don't stop giving, even if you don't receive, you all of a sudden receive a lot. Did he tell you to stop contacting him? Uh, I don't want to talk about that. Did you, you listen to that? I don't want to talk about that. You said, you, did you go on one date with him? Three. Three 
today. Can you talk about how you felt when you were with him? Did you feel a spark immediately? Talk about how you felt. I felt like I met my soulmate and everything was just the way it was. And I thought we would just do what everybody else did and we would just like get married and everything would be fine. But that's not what happened. 65,000 text messages. That's like that's next it? level stuff. <laughs> to me, it seemed like more. Seemed like more than 65,000? To me, yeah. That's not Isn't that kind of excessive? Love is an excessive thing. Can you understand why people think this is a little bit out there? Crazy? Oh, yeah. Can you? Are you a crazy person? No. Tell us, who are you? Like... I'm the person that discovered love. So this to me is something incredible uh, because she has hid behind the fact that it's not a demon. It's not anything that she wants to do that's wrong. She's not hiding uh, secrets of murdered people or, you know, things like that. Secrets, you know, secret agendas or things like that. But what she's trying to say right now is that this is about love, which love is supposed to be open, honest, and out there for everybody. The thing is, is that people don't see what love really is, according to her, that love is basically nobody has had love like she has been. And this would, to me, would be the demon that has got her obsessed and focused and there is a demon called ADA A-T-E that is about obsession. She was a goddess in Greek mythology and this goddess was the goddess of mischief, delusion, ruin, um, reckless impulse, blind folly, obsession. These impulses led men down the path of ruin. She also led both gods and men to rash and inconsiderate actions and to suffering. Ada also refers to the action performed by a hero that leads to their death or downfall. So basically this deity was creating these people to have this obsession of impulses and misconceptions and delusions, and it would really take them to their ruin, just like this woman. But at the same time, feeling like she's right. The equation to light. Einstein discovered the equation to light. It's E equals MC squared. To finish that equation, everything we see is made out of light, everything, and the composition of the light that it's made out of. Jackie, some of those messages don't sound like love, they sound like threats. When you're finding love, not everything is perfect. This was a journey, and I wanted to apologize, because nobody would ever be more sorry. Would you have really hurt him? No. I love him. So the rest of the equation is L equals 3.3. L equals 3.3 times E equals MC squared. And that's, that's the equation of eternal love. Does he love you? It means one boy thing plus one girl thing. One, the boy is the light. The light makes the love work really hard. The love, we're as women supposed to worship the men. And they're supposed to lead us in where we're supposed to go. But instead, we all believe in the number zero. The number zero 
is a belief system that the Illuminati created to create the undertaking of all humankind. Jeff, what, why do you think it, it was important to speak to us today? Because I have to share. Share what? The message of love. Here's where she's talking about that she had to share her message of love. And it's kind of creepy because this was a sane woman a few years ago. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you can find her on, uh, if you really look deep, you can find her on Facebook and on Instagram. And you can notice her last post before this actually happened. She was very normal. She's very normal. And it just hit her one day out of the blue, and she decided that she knew what the equation for love was. She knew how much she loved this person. And it's not very rational for anyone to jump this far down that rabbit hole. So let's continue on. Everybody has to love each other. What do you want the victim, if the victim's watching, what do you want him to know right now? Victim? He's not a victim. Okay, the person that... That I love? Yes. What I want him to know? That I love him. Are you going to leave him alone? If he wants me to. Has he asked you to leave him alone? I don't want to talk about those things. Why did you go to his business on Friday and tell everybody there that you were his wife? I don't want to talk about that. Can we ask why you don't want to talk about them? You have negative energy. I'm sorry. What are you feeling right now when you hear those questions? They're being negative to me, and I feel like everybody should just be nice. Well, we are trying to understand where you're coming from. It's mm -hmm. not negative. You know, so that's why we want to try to understand. On the dollar bill, it says she prefers your undertaking, a new world order in Latin on the one dollar bill. And the pyramid represents slavery, and the third eye is the imagination. So everybody is a Jew, essentially. That's what the imagination is. And the pyramid is how we were enslaved. So we've been enslaved by money, and we enslave each other. It's like a self-perpetuating cycle of enslaving each other and taking from each other and being selfish. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. And welcome back to The Demon Inside. So, of course, you know me, I dug for these uh, text messages, and I found the police report, and it has some of them on here, but uh, I couldn't get all 58,000. I wish. That would have been awesome. But let me t tell you what they had on the police report. So, one of them says, quote, you do whatever you have to do to get here, but don't ever try to leave me. I'll kill you. I don't want to be a murderer, end quote. Next one was, quote, I hope you die, rotten, filthy Jew. LOL, LOL, OL. I'm like the new Hitler. Man was a genius, end quote. 
Another one said, I'd wear your facial and the top of your skull and your hands and feet. And oh, what would I do with your blood? I'd want to bathe in it. So those are just a few of the statements that she made when she was uh, sending them texts. And I'm sure this guy was scared as hell because to hear somebody that wants to bathe in your blood, that's really sick. But again, this is the demon talking through this woman who she believes she is not possessed. She believes she's not doing wrong. She believes that this is her loving somebody to the fullest of her potential. Now we see that it's not, but this is her believing everything. Oh, yeah, it's part of downloads of information. I mean, some of the things you said to him sound like negative energy. How do you respond to that? I only want to be nice. Well, I only want to be nice. I only want to talk about nice things. If I said something bad, I apologize, and I only want to be nice. I want everybody else to be nice. I want all of you to be nice. I want to be nice. Everybody in the jail should be nice. No, nothing bad would ever happen to anybody if everybody was nice. So in this journey of love that you were taking, I guess this is the last place that you imagined that you would end up. No, no, if Isaac wants me to go to jail, I should be in jail. That's hard. I appreciate it. How, why would you accept that then? Because I love him and he should know better. He's the light, I'm the love. He knows what to do. I follow the rules. If you were released today, mm -hmm. would you leave him alone? Yeah, if he asked me to, yeah. But yeah. he has asked you to. Okay. Where that journey going to take you now then? Um, I, I could go back home and spread the message there. Something like this happening again? No, I'm not worried. What have the last 24 hours been like for you, me, and him? Good. I like everything and everyone. <laughs> Was Isaac nice to you? you no, <laughs> he's the meanest person I've ever met. So why do you like him? Exactly? We're soulmates. There's one boy and one girl. It's one boy thing, one girl thing. And it equals 3.3. Instead of having the number zero, we're only supposed to count to 3.3. 1, 2, 3.3. 3.3 is infinity. So if we counted from one boy thing to one girl thing, it would equal forever. Like the universe and all the planets. Why do you say Isaac was mean? Oh, because he was. How? I'm not going to tell everybody about that. I'm not him. <laughs> I'm the love. <laughs> so do you believe that the number 33 led you to Isaac? Yes. I just told you. Okay. Why did you go into his house and take a shower? I don't like your energy. I'm sorry. So, yes, you heard correct. She broke into the guy's house, and she started bathing in his bathtub. When the police got there, because, of course, the guy had cameras all over the place. He wasn't home, thank God. He was somewhere else, but he saw her on the cameras, and saw her taking a shower so when the police got there to arrest her they found a butcher knife sitting on the seat of her car so who's to say what would have happened maybe if he would have rejected her she would have killed him 
this demon or deity of love isn't the love that they think. It's more of a love obsession, if you can see that. Sometimes this is what people end up doing when they think they're in love. And in reality, it's a horrible obsession. And usually it ends when one or the other person says, just give me five minutes so I can talk to you. It's the same energy. No, I don't want to talk about that either. You guys think that's weird, so why would I want to talk about things that you guys no, think No, we're just trying to understand where you're, you know, where you're coming from. Oh, I follow him. Wherever he goes, I follow him. When you guys were on dates, can you tell us what the dates were like? Um, I don't really want to talk about him. No. He's the one of all light. Now we know the story of light. If he doesn't want to be with me, he's not the one for me, but he's still the story of the light. Like the Holy Grail, I found that in him. Okay. Have you ever found out with anyone else? No. Describe that feeling, that first date that you went with him. How did you feel? Like I found everything. And I feel like I did. It was just a journey. And now here you guys are. <laughs> Where was your first date? How did you, you know, where'd you go? What'd you do? Uh, we went to Shabbat at his parents' house, and that's what my parents do. My parents do Shabbat, too. Here in, in Arizona? Yeah. How long have you been here in Arizona now? Like five months. Okay. Did you go to Sedona first, mm -hmm. or did you just come straight? Sedona. Mm -hmm. So you've been in Arizona five months? I think so. But you've known him for over a year now, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, so... Did you? I was traveling around, and I told him, I was in California, I wanted to stay in California. It was while we were still kind of talking, before, because I scared him. So while we were still talking, I told him if he ever blocked me on WhatsApp, that I would come and move here. So he blocked me, so I came here. So her rationality on this is, if you block me, I'm going to go to where you're at. So he blocks her. And she takes it as a sign of, I want you to come here. Most people would think, if you block me, then screw you, I'm done with you. But she took it as, if you block me, I'm going to be with you. And he blocked her. And she went to go find him. That's the rational thinking of somebody that is not all there of course this woman nowadays is perfectly fine whatever it was took it did what it was going to do messed up her life and then it left her because now she's a totally normal human being but she's got to live with the stigma for the rest of her life and the, that's what the demons do. They want you to feel like even though you're perfectly sane, that everything you're saying is perfectly sane. And it's not, according to all of us. Because bathing in somebody's blood is not right. Eating somebody's flesh is not right. But if you look at it with the number three, the Holy Spirit, 
people drink and eat the blood of Christ. Why would you not leave him alone if he blocked you? I told him I would come here if he blocked me. So, you, so he was testing me. Do you feel like you were trying to force yourself on him? Um, not really, no. I was in California. I was just texting him. And he was listening. No. So your first date was in California? No, here at his parents' house at Shabbat. Okay, and when was that first date? <sighs> January 19th. Of last year? Yeah. And then when was your second date? The next three days. Okay, and that was also here? Yeah. And that was last year as well? Yeah. And then the third date? I said three days at his house. So you stayed with him for three days? Yeah. What were those three days like for you? Just... <laughs> he was being weird to me, and I let it be because I knew I should just let it be. How weird? Why do I, you want me to tell you yeah. weird things about him? Why? Because we want to understand you. He put a GPS on my car, I think. <laughs> he put something on my phone so I couldn't use it. Why do you think he would do that to you? Because he felt the same about me. So he wanted to keep that, that connection, that... Yeah. He wasn't used to somebody that would just, like, stay there because they want to. Did he ask you to leave? When? And when you were staying at his house? No, we just had a three-day date, and he left, and I left. He told me I could stay at his villa in Mexico, but I didn't want to because I knew he would film me on cameras, and I didn't want to. So I thought maybe if I calmed him down over time, he would realize he doesn't have to stalk me. <laughs> so now I like this, is that she's turning it on him. This isn't about her being obsessed with him. This is him being obsessed with her. And in her mind, she sees it as he's obsessing over me. He put a tracking device in my car because he wants to know where I'm at. He stayed with me for three days because he loves me so much. He wants me to stay in Mexico in his villa because he wants to see me live on his cameras. And in reality, they only had one date. Maybe these are dates in her mind. But again, like I said, the demon inside will let you see things that you want to see, will cause you to feel love, will cause you to feel happiness, will cause you to feel all these things that you think are real, and they're not. They lead to murder, they lead to death, they lead to suicide they lead to chaos and she was going there with an agenda she had a butcher knife when did he start to not want to talk to you anymore because he blocked you on whatsapp so you came to arizona and then i'm just trying to understand what happened after that i'm not sure that's why i'm here do you want answers from him what are you what are you hoping for um I want him to do anything he feels like he should do. Mm -hmm. But you're not angry with him? No. Oh my God, no, I love him so much. I just want to love him so much, that's it. And if he doesn't like it, then I'll go home and I'll love my ex-boyfriend. What am I supposed to do? Has he blocked you on anything else? No, he lets me text when he reads all of it. Where's home for you? Mm -hmm. Here. 
said you were going to go Desert back Ridge. Oh, I call home Miami just because that's where I came from. Would you go back to Miami? I don't. I mean, I would. If he told me to go to Miami, I would. If he doesn't. I mean, if he's not going to say. If he. Whatever he wants me to do. Should he be afraid of you? No. No. Did he ever warn you that he was going to call the police if you didn't stop texting him? No. Does any of this seem kind of weird at all to you? Um, no. Because in a lot of people's eyes, they see this as weird. Mm -hmm. That's because they're selfish. And they've never actually loved someone without getting anything back. The point of love is to keep giving it. That's the math equation. It's love equals 3.3, which is infinity, times E equals MC squared, which is light. Light is forever. L equals three. L, if love was a number, it would be 3. So it's infinity times light, which is also infinity. So it's just forward, forever forward. And if you're selfish, you can't understand that because you want something in return. He's not giving me anything in return, and I still love him anyway. That's what love is. That's what the universe is supposed to be made of. When's the last time you talked to him? He sent me a text on a fake number before I went to his work. How do you feel about the fact that he got you arrested? I think it's a good idea. I think it was a good idea. If he thought it was a good idea, that means it's a good idea. Do you think you're in danger? No, no. I, wanted, I think he wanted to make sure I wasn't or something like that. I don't know. When? The police report states that you had a butcher knife. What? I never had a butcher knife. I had I had like little flippy knives on my way on my road trip. People try to hurt me. I'm a single girl. I drove across America. I don't carry a butcher knife. <laughs> no. How do you know he's the one that texted you on the fake number? Um, just like I know he's the one that sent you guys up here. What did he say in that text message? He said, Nolly. Are you, this is Carol. Are you coming to finish your prayer? And I was like, please don't tell me that this is you sending me fake text messages because you want me to come over so you can call the police on me again. But I did it. I went there because I knew it was him. He said he was looking for a doctor and a prayer, and I said, nobody else would say that to me but him. So. So. This was the end of the interview, and for me, like I said, um, now this woman is free. They dropped the charges. Uh, she was locked up for a couple of years. They dropped the charges, and of course, you don't hear anything about her anymore. You know, possibly she's on pills. Maybe she's not. Maybe she's, you know, uh, found help. Maybe she's uh, with a counselor thing is, is a lot of the people that we have talked about on these shows had something deeper inside of them that they didn't know they had. And if you don't know that you have a demon inside, you're going to allow it to take control like she did. And it tricked her into thinking that she was in love with this guy. It tricked her to think that he was her everything. He was the Holy Grail, she said. Why the Holy Grail? Thing is, when a demon talks, they always talk 
religion. They always talk God. They always talk about the things that they want you to believe, which is all lies. And they lie about God. They lie about the Trinity. They lie about Catholicism. They lie about Christianity. They lie about Jewish faith. Uh, all the religions, they lie about everything and anything. And they want you to feel like you're in the right. And that's exactly what this woman thought. She was in the right. She was in the right so much that it was about love and love was going to help her find the way. And all it did was scare the people around her to the point where I'm doing a show about it. So thanks for listening this week. And I will see y'all next week on another show, on another episode. I hope you guys do well. And don't forget to follow me on uh, Facebook, Instagram. I'm trying to put some of these videos on YouTube. But uh, I've been having problems with that. If anybody can help me, just send me a message on the Demon Inside Podcast at gmail.com. And if you guys have any questions about anything or if you have any suggestions on anything, go ahead and send me a, a message on the Demon Inside at gmail, the Demon Inside Podcast at gmail.com or send it to me on Messenger or any of that stuff. And remember, I have a group on Facebook that's called the Demon Inside and uh, I would like for you guys to join. Uh, please hit subscribe on everything that I have. Please hit like on everything I have, and it really does help. All right, guys, have a good one. Take care. Don't forget to subscribe to The Demon Inside on Spotify, Anchor, or any other podcast directory or through our website, anchor.fm backslash The Demon Inside. A new episode of The Demon Inside comes out each Monday. Let us know what you think and join the conversation on our Demon Inside Facebook page and on Instagram. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join me next Monday for a new Demon Inside. If you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends. I'm John Venom. We'll see you next time. If I don't get possessed. The Demon Inside was created and written by James Porter. It's a production of Venomous Entertainment. Theme music, Demon Inside is on the album Conjure One by Reese Fulber. Background music was created by Lucas Keyes.